For the story behind the action, catch Tabiso Musia weekdays at 7 p.m. It's been nearly a month uh, since the PSL appointed a task team to look into how the league uh, can function after this lockdown and after this uh, coronavirus crisis. We did speak to the PSL uh, last week and they told us that the task team is hard at work and we do. We are now joined on the line by one member of the task team, Dr. Leverson Pillay, who joins us on the line just to get an update uh, from his side. Dr. Pillay, good evening. Thank you very much for being able to speak to us on SAFM tonight. Evening, so thank you for inviting me on uh, to chat with you guys. Thank you, Dr. Pillay. Just a bit of background, maybe for those who are not familiar with, with, with things. Are you, uh, do you represent the PSL? Are you an independent doctor that works with the PSL? Yes, so, so at, at the moment, uh, uh, I've been given the position of PSL Chief Medical Officer. I've been involved in advising the PSL since about 2012 from medical perspectives. Uh, Presently, one of the team doctors at Orlando Pirates as well. I used to be a previous team doctor at Betwes with FC from about 2007 or so. Okay, great stuff. Thanks for that background, Dr. Pillay. Now, how tough was it to work as a task team during this lockdown? Not easy at all. eh? Uh, Remember, uh, because of the lockdown, uh, no traveling is allowed. So um, I I, I essentially was the only one that was allowed to travel to my practices because of being essential services, but uh, everyone else is on lockdown completely. So uh, all our meetings were conducted via technology basis, so we use Zoom, Mm. and it worked very well. Yeah, everybody's using Zoom uh, these days. And what was the scope of your work then, uh, Dr. Pillay? What were you tasked with uh, during this time? Okay, so essentially, uh, the task teams are put together as two arms. The first arm being the health matters aspect, and the second arm being the regulatory aspect. So I was put on to uh, becoming a member of the health matters aspect, obviously being a sports physician. Um, And we were tasked with coming up with some kind of a plan of action, uh, some kind of uh, documents in order to, 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 to try and mitigate risk uh, with regards to football returning to the scene. Mm. Um, and all of this will only come into action once we see what government is moving forward with regards to the lockdown. So what were you able to cover then? Well, we've covered quite a lot. Uh, unfortunately, I can't give you too much information mm. about the actual documents at hand because it's busy being prepped to be presented to the EXCO. Uh, so just to give you a background of what happens is the task team's work hand-in-hand to collate all information because there's a big big, uh, jump and intertwining between the health aspects as well as the regulatory aspects as well as the legal aspects of things. So we put information together where everyone has their entire documents and their separate documents all together, collate the information, and then present this to EXCO. Uh, once EXCO sits down, if they have questions or queries or need uh, explanations further, that would be addressed. And then secondary to that, then EXCO would then go to the National Commissioner and the Department of Health for them to peruse all these recommendations that have been put through and to see if they agree with it as well. Okay. Uh, so it's a long, it's a long process. It's mm-hmm. an arduous process. Um, and it's not an easy process, um, but it's a process that needs to be done uh, because the, the plan of action is to ensure that if lockdown does become relieved or 
or, 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 or uh, reduced in some aspects. And uh, the ministers and the president does give us the go-ahead to say, right, games can continue in certain with certain restrictions. Mm-hmm. At least we have uh, a plan of action in place uh, of saying, right, this is the route that we are going to follow and move ahead. Does it mean then you could have been looking at a matter of playing behind closed doors if it was a possibility or if it becomes a possibility? Um, that, that's, that's probably one of the possibilities. If you look at worldwide what's happening, even in the English Premiership, mm. they were actually thinking of having a World Cup-style uh, scenario in order to uh, finish off the season where they wanted clubs to camp in certain areas and have uh, yes. games in certain specific regions in order to and have it under closed doors but televised uh, in order to make sure that the season does end without increasing the risk of transmission of the virus. Uh, so everyone is everyone around the world uh, in all, all sports disciplines are looking in that direction of uh, saying that might be an option. Mm. Uh, but again, we need to follow our government's lead and we've put under lockdown now so that becomes our priority of the laws of the country that we need to follow until such time that they advise us, okay, this is the release on uh, the restrictions, and then that will be taken further. Does it then also mean that this is a moving document, depending on, like you're saying, what the, what the government, what regulations the government imposes as we go Most along? Definitely. Most definitely, especially from the health perspective. It's a, it's a living document. So, so, so data is changing, and I've heard your, your pre- uh, pre-interview um, yeah. before I jumped onto the E mm. about uh, what the World Health Organization has been advised. Yes. Even that where you guys talk about one meter apart, that has been changed as well mm. according to World Health Organization where now it's moved on to two meters. So so as we learn worldwide about this virus and, and, and different aspects of it, uh, the, 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 the information and the preventative measures will all start changing as well. Uh, because it's a new virus, no one knows anything about it. So only as we get data in from different countries and from our country as well, doing our own research, will we be able to decide what would be the best route moving forward. Now, is the mandate to look at whether football can return at all or to make sure that football does return or does it go back to guidance from government? No, I think it goes back to guidance from government. We cannot make that call uh, about whether football must return or not. Because the lockdown and, and all our disaster management act that has been implemented is uh, the highest governing body that has said this is what must happen. And I think we are working in the mandate that uh, should football return in a certain period of time, yeah. we have all the necessary processes and protocols in place. So uh-huh. there's no dilly-dallying about things. And we've done all the background homework from a health perspective and from a regulatory perspective to ensure that we mitigate risk as much as we can. And does now you look after the health side. Have all the other members of the task team reported back uh, to the PSL? Would you know that? Uh, yes. So everyone is, is, everyone is, is in completion with uh, their documents uh, at the moment and they all just being collated. Uh, and that also takes time because, remember, it's, it's a massive amount of information and documents to present uh, towards the, uh, the EXCO. So a month sounds like a long period of time, mm. but uh, with the amount of new information and all those kinds of things, it's not easy coming up with, with uh, guidelines and protocols, etc., looking at 
the, the legal aspects, looking at the occupational health perspective, etc. Uh, we talked about playing behind closed doors. Somebody on Twitter wants to know, from a health point of view, is that safe? Is it advisable? Well, that's the thing. You see, it all boils down to numbers. So if you, if you, if you remember prior to the lockdown, there was a, uh, a recommendation from government saying that we cannot have uh, more than 100. gatherings of less than 100, mm. of uh, more than 100, sorry. Okay. So, so, so there's some kind of a number to follow some guidelines. There. And uh, you look at numbers of having minimal amount of effective staff and uh, that need to be at a match. You look at all of those things in perspective. So again, it boils down to the fact that because we're in lockdown at the moment, there is no acceptable amount of gatherings that can be regarded. So until such time that we get uh, the go-ahead from government when they start releasing and relieving some of the measures, that is the only time that we can start considering moving back into the sporting fraternity. For those who have just joined us, we're just getting an update from Dr. Pillay, who's the PSL's chief medical officer. Um, he's uh, part of the task team on health, on health matters uh, that have been tasked with just going to look at the implications of COVID-19 and uh, and uh, what would happen if uh, the action uh, does resume there. And it's just giving us an update to say that they have submitted to the PSL, but it is a living document and they are guided by the regulations from government. Does this, Dr. Pillay, now also affect clubs returning to training? Will they also have to wait for a directive from the PSL? Most definitely, because even a training session is a mass gathering, if you have to think about it. Your average club has an effect of about 40, maybe 50 people at any given session, that players, coaching staff, medical staff, etc. So, so because, and, and also we're limiting traveling. Mm-hmm. Uh, the regulations have limited traveling of uh, individuals as well. So to risk... These kind of scenarios at this point, I'm sure most people have watched Professor Karim's uh, discussion night, about yes. things last night as well. Yes. That the most important thing when it comes to outbreaks of this sort is about social distancing and then secondary hand hygiene and respiratory hygiene. So by trying to get us back into training too soon without following the regulations, we may be unnecessarily exposing people to a disease that we shouldn't be exposing people to. And just finally, the PSL had indicated that they would like to finish the season by the end of June. Were you working within that time period or does the work that you've done as a task team look beyond that? Again, it's a living document. So as things change, so for instance, when the the new regulations of the lockdown was extended, so timelines then shifted forward. Yeah. So, 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 So we cannot predict when what is going to change so so the document has to be adjusted accordingly uh depending on what government has been advising us from a regulations perspective and Uh, and what do you do now do you wait for the psl now to look at the documents and to look at what the task team has uncovered correct so so the 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 exco the exco will then look at the documents and they will advise whether they're happy with those documents and once the exco, if they have questions, etc., then those will be deliberated through an interaction. And once the exco is happy to say, right, this is the kind of document that we are going to present to government, uh, then they will present it to government. 
Okay, Dr. Pillay, thank you very much for this update. Uh, at least you've given us some insight here. Uh, we've been uh, waiting for an update to find out what the task team has been up to. And I think we can hear uh, from what you've told us this evening that you've been hard at work. But while we have you on the line, Dr. Pillay, I know people have had messages, uh, uh, lots of messages over the past couple of weeks. But once again, which message would you like to, reiter- to reiterate to South Africans in general during this period? Definitely, please, if all of us as South Africans can get together and heed the government's call for the social distancing, the non-essential travel, the hand hygiene and the respiratory hygiene. That is the only way that we are going to assist with preventing this virus from spreading like wildfire in our country. We, we've, I think our government has done a fantastic uh, uh, dealing with the situation up to this point here. And it, it, it boils down to each of us as citizens. We have to be responsible citizens. Um, and it's, it's going to be short-term pain for long-term gain, if we have to put it in a simple term. Okay, thank you, Dr. Pillay. And uh, do keep us updated when, when, whenever you can or whenever you feel that you've got an update for us. Just get in touch with us and we'll update uh, the football community. But thank you very much for talking Thanks to for us tonight. Thank you, You have a good evening and keep safe. Thank you, Doc. Uh, that's the PSL's Chief Medical Officer on Health, Health Task Team member on Health Matters. Basically, they've done their work. The other task teams have also done their work and they've all presented back uh, to the PSL now and uh, we have to wait for the PSL but it is a living document like you made an example that before the regulations were gatherings of no gatherings of more than 100 people and now it's no gatherings of more than 50 people I think and so that's why they've had to rework the document and uh, try and fit into the regulations.